No. Let's fill up our wine and then we'll talk about why you're stupid. <laughs> Welcome to the Greener Grass Podcast, where we discuss different topics and decide which side of the fence we'd rather be on. Hey, I'm Emily. Hey, I am Jackie. We are your hosts, and thanks for joining us on this cold, cold day. I almost said this cold December. No, it's February. I'm glad it's not December anymore. Me too, but it does feel like the 75th day of February. Oh my gosh, we have so much snow. I didn't pay attention to your yard when I pulled in. Did you guys get a lot of snow? Yes. Do you remember me saying that my daughter was shoveling the porch so you could come in? Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) It's, I don't know how many inches are out there, but a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of, and my little pug can barely walk through it. baby. So I've been just like sweeping the yard (laughs) with my boots as we walk so he can have a path. Yeah. Every time we let the little dogs out. Mm -hmm. So Hodor's fine, of course, because... The snow barely comes up to his toenails. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's just a, a tall motherfucker. He's a big-ass dog. And so he goes out there, and he doesn't care. Like, he goes out there, has all the fun. Yeah. Buckley is in and out, like, uh, the flash. <laughs> and, oh, But poor Stash, he's out there, and he's so slow and deliberate because he's very familiar with the backyard now, so he knows where to go. For those of you who have not listened in past her dog is blind. Yeah. This is actually, this week is the sixth anniversary of the loss of his second eye. He so has zero eyeballs. None. Not just blind. He yeah. has no eyeballs. Right. Which to see with. Exactly. So, but he, you know, if they the proverbial or whatever third eye, I think he can see with that because he knows his way around the yard and everything. But with the snow, his steps are so deliberate because, mm. you know, it's it's slippery out there. Yeah. So anyway... We're drinking some um, Snoop Dogg wine. Speaking of dogs. Thanks. Yeah, that's D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg Cali Red, is that what it's called? This is my new favorite. It's good. Mm -hmm. You're the one that introduced me to it a couple weeks ago, and it's yummy. Mm -hmm. And I needed it because it's been a day. Yeah. It's been a day from H-E double hockey sticks. Ooh. Yeah. It's hockey weather. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still in my scrubs because it's been nothing but work. Sorry, I didn't get to change into my normal floor length sequenced gown that i usually wear it's all right i actually brought one for you oh okay bring it on out ladies Ooh, (laughs) shiny anyway goals my goal for this week i'm kind of cheating kind of not okay so this was actually my goal for this week Mm -hmm. but then i did it before today but i'm (laughs) going to tell you anyway because it's podcast related okay and and you already know yeah because you're sitting in front of it yes so we have our pod claws where we record, and typically we have a door <laughs> that is adjacent to the doorway. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we put a big heavy blanket over it and then open the door into the doorway. Mm-hmm. It's not completely sealing off the door. So what I did was I took a heavy blanket and I put grommets on it and I installed nails up above the doorway so that now we have a sound curtain over our doorway. So now we are behind two doors and a sound curtain for that extra sound quality. We are so professional. So professional in the closet here. The pod claws. I like it. What about you? Your goal? My goal's work-related because my work's been insane and 
I'm not going to go into details, but basically I'm meeting with my supervisor and the girl I supervise, and we're going to just revamp my whole program at work and make it better and less stressful for us. Hopefully that's the goal. So that's my goal is to make plans for that and what I need to do. So worky work, work, work. Fun. No. All right. So we have some goals. Goals. As as usual. Yeah. I think it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Speaking of good stuff, Mm -hmm. listener feedback. Yeah. We got a text from one of our favorite listeners, Day. A1 since... Day one. Oh, <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, she is my sister. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so I'm going to read her text. All right. Hey, it's your favorite sister. Sorry, Jill. Well, Jill's my favorite sister, yeah. so we'll call it even. <laughs> right. Just got done listening to your East or West Coast episode. Definitely going with East Coast, even though I have never been to the West Coast. I've been in California, but never all the way to the coast. I will definitely visit it someday, but wouldn't want to live there. I don't think the people would be nice. I would be scared of earthquakes, and California has some fucked up laws. My pick would actually be the South, East Coast. Even though I was born and raised in New England, I just don't like it. Too many rude people and cold. I love, yeah. I love, love, love the Carolinas and Florida. Nice people, warm weather, awesome food, and cheaper. Also, on the hey idiot or haha just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, on the hey, on the hey idiot or haha just kidding joke, definitely hey idiot. What if you had to tell someone their loved one died... <laughs> I'm so sorry to keep interrupting. Sorry, my obnoxious laughter. Go on. What if you had to tell someone their loved one died or had to say you're sorry a loved one died? You can't possibly end that sentence with, haha, just kidding. And then she put like a laughy face. Oh, man. Love you guys. Always day. Thank you so much for that feedback day. You yeah. know, I'm with you. I pick East Coast, even though I'm drinking Cali Red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with my sister and I'm picking West Coast just because I wanted to change. Uh, but I do love the South, so... Right. We also got some feedback on our Insta, Humans versus the Internet podcast, which is one of our new favorite podcasts. And they're becoming our friends. Are yeah. you guys our friends? Hey, friends. Will you be our friends? But on one of our episodes, we were joking that one of their hosts, Andrew, was faking his Australian accent. And so they wrote on our Instagram, we can't believe you guys are on to us. Andrew actually has a really strong German accent and fakes the Aussie accent for the podcast. <laughs> Knew it. I mean, knew it all along. Yeah. It sounds totally fake. Mm-hmm. Come on, you can do better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got a comment on Instagram from Big Picture Business Podcast and said, they said, love your branding, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. We made it ourselves. Yeah. And we also got one more on here from Official Balcony Boys. And they commented on one of our promos for our Harder Soft episode and they said, cool with lots of those dude we are cool yeah so those were the ones we got for our harder soft episodes comments yeah. what you got well i'm speaking of our our branding mm-hmm. not so much on brand but just one of our promos for our most recent episode was single or taken mm-hmm. so we designed a promo photo that was single or and then a photo of liam neeson from taken and we captioned it no liam neesons were harmed in the recording of this episode <laughs> And our buddies over at Domestic Debates Podcast said this is so clever, which thank you so much. We appreciate that. And my Aunt Lisa, hey girl. Hey Lisa. She said that she wishes that Liam Neeson would find her. Well, I mean, he might. 
You never know. He he has a particular set of skills. He might find her. That's true. And then Hex said, bunch of laughing, crying emojis, and he picked Taken. And our buddy Justin picked single and ready to keep everyone at a safe distance. <laughs> I like it. He's not ready to mingle yet. He's not ready to mingle yet. I like it. <laughs> I like it. And we got a response from the Concerts That Made Us podcast about this same promo saying that we mentioned that no Liam Neesons were harmed. Concerts That Made Us podcast said, that's good because, you know, who will find you? True. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good segue into our topic. Speaking of concerts, this week we are going to do Would You Rather Pop or Rock? Yes. Music. In case you didn't know what that meant. Every time we have talked about this topic, when we say pop, do you remember VH1 pop-up video? Yeah. So every time... Oh my god, I love pop-up video. <laughs> every time that pops in my head, I'm like, pop, pop, pop and do pop-up yeah. video. Yes, I used to love that. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to talk about music, which is one yeah. of our favorite subjects. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this. Let's start with pop. Let's do it. Yeah. What you got? Universal dance music. Uh-huh. I put dance party... I'm dancing. We're dancing in our chairs right now. Uh, uh, uh. I know every time we have a dance party at your house, we do it with pop music. Yeah. Steve uh-huh. always puts on a playlist of pop music because it's just so fun to dance to. Yeah. Sometimes a little rap thrown in there. Yeah. Hey, Snoop Dogg Wine. What up? <laughs> the Green Grass Podcast. <laughs> now brought to you by Callie Red Snoop Dogg yes. Wine. Well, I'm not going to go quite in order, but I'm just going to tag along with this is mm-hmm. along with dancing, singing. Mm. Pop music is usually catchy. I know I will sing along to pop songs, even if I don't like the pop songs, but they're just catchy. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of Taylor Swift songs. Sorry, Taylor, if you're listening. No offense. She'll be mad at me right now, but <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of her mm-hmm. in particular. You are somebody that I don't know, but you're taking shots at me like it's Patron and I'm just like, damn. But her songs are so damn catchy that I'll just be singing along. Right. So they're good to sing to. Sing and dance. Yeah. You're more likely to hear it on the radio. Yeah. There are a lot more pop radio stations than other. (laughs) We'll get to other later. but Yeah. For real. True. What else do you have? Well, my number one, I just wrote Prince. There you go. One of his nicknames is the High Priest of Pop. Mm -hmm. He is everything. And I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. The purple one. The purple one. He's had lots of nicknames. I just put him on there because, I mean, you know how I feel about Prince. You love Prince. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me knows how much I love Prince. He's just... I love Prince so much I got married in 1999. <laughs> That's why. I got... I love him so much I married him. Whoa. Yeah. I'm a widow now. Thought you knew. I... <laughs> so sorry. In Jamaica, I ordered a drink called the Purple Rain, and it was really good. We've gotten Purple Rain wine before. Mm, Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Just because. So anyway, I'm just, there's a lot of iconic pop stars, and Prince is my number one. I mean, there's just so many hits from him, and I just, I don't know, I I adore everything about him. So yeah, sorry, I just had to throw Prince in there because Prince. Well, I, I know you just said singing. I had potentially easier to sing along, but also... Typically upbeat. Yep. I put that too. And good beats. Mm-hmm. It's like always that the good beat that you can just like dance to. Dance and yeah. tap your foot mm-hmm. or your hand or whatever. Right. So you know what else you can tap and dance and move along to? No. Pop music during a great workout. 
Yeah. Okay. I used to use a lot of pop music in my spin class. Mm-hmm. Really fun when I would do that. I, yeah. I, we'll talk about the other topic in a moment. I know. I was going to say, because I, <laughs> I have stuff to say about that with, sure. with, with the other mm-hmm. one. But that is true with with spin class. With my Peloton bike, when I pick classes, I mean, last night I did a 30-minute pop ride. Right. Like, I do a lot of the pop mm-hmm. rides because they're really good to spin bike to. Spin mm-hmm. bike to. Yeah. Yeah. I also, you know, you said upbeat. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my next point is it can boost your mood. So if you're in a shitty ass mm-hmm. mood and you put on some Prince or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. Madonna. Yes. It boosts your mood. Yeah. Also unique instruments. Mm. You got that synthesizer. Mm-hmm. You can create new sounds with different Things. technologies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Lots of hits. Yeah. There's so many like mm-hmm. number one hits and mm-hmm. songs that people, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, week after week, month after month, year after year, the Billboard Hot 100 is just swarmed with pop music. Yeah. This is, I don't know, I I don't even know why I wrote this down, but I put there are different genres, Mm -hmm. not as much as what we're going to talk about next, but (laughs) I think I just put this on here because my daughter is a K-pop fan. Sure. Oh, yeah. So Korean pop. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole other world of pop. Yeah. And it's really good. There's there's different worlds of pop that I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. till Avery. There's K-pop. There's J-pop. K-pop's her favorite, though. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, my daughter can sing in Korean because of the songs. Like, it's insane. Yeah. It's you know what's really interesting good. is my music is J-K-pop. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, idiot. <laughs> uh, I only have one last pro. Do you have uh... much left on your list? I just put lots of superstars come mm-hmm. out of pop. I mean, think about pop. There's so many. Oh, for sure. Stars. Well, like, and not just that, but you see a lot of crossover stars. You see a lot of pop stars that turn to acting and yeah. other yeah. celebrity um, um, things yeah, and Th- stuff. Things and stuff. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Things and stuff. Yeah, I guess that's why I put superstars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I have. My final pro was Guilty Pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a pop playlist on my Spotify yeah. called Sorry Not Sorry. That's, that's a great name. Because it's, sorry, not really sorry, but it is my guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Is that a public playlist? Can we link it to this episode description? I could make it public, Let's I guess. do that. I'm, one of my guilty pleasures is... Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. I was about to do it, but then you took it from me. So well, that, don't worry, because what's going to happen is I'm going to edit myself out <laughs> and put him in saying that. Okay, perfect. But yeah, there are a lot of guilty pleasures. And we say that because, again, if you've listened to this podcast mm-hmm. up until now, you probably have picked up that Jackie and I are more into rock music. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's a guilty pleasure, yeah. because it's like, mm-hmm. we love rock, but mm, I love me some Jason Derulo. Yeah. And For some sure. Bruno Mars. Ugh, Bruno Mars. You know who I love? The Weeknd. Oh, I love The Weeknd. People Weekend. really shit on his halftime performance, but first of all, I thought it was brilliant. And there's this huge, I know, I'm not going to go into this, but there was this huge breakdown explaining the depth of his performance and why each aspect of it was the way it was and the story that it told. And And I can see where people that are not fans of his wouldn't get that, but given today's climate... And what he had to work with, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't hear any bad thing about it, except for I saw Jeremy posted on his something Instagram that people talked bad about it. I'm like, oh, I hadn't heard a thing. But 
He liked it. But I'm, I know. But, like, he posted a thing mm-hmm. about why or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know people talked bad about it. But, you know me. I'm always out of the loop of what's going on in the world. I don't get on social media that much. Well, let me catch you up. People suck. Oh. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I I love The weekend too. And so does my daughter. So, mm-hmm. But a lot of people had a lot of bad things to say about it, which mm-hmm. brings us to cons. Let's go on to cons. My thing is it's often kind of repetitive their songs mm-hmm. like the same beat and then go into the chorus and the bird, mm-hmm. like it's just kind of yeah over and over the I same i have less complex yeah beats. it's yeah. just kind of like repetitive mm-hmm. yeah i also put that the focus is more on the singer than the music mm-hmm. which to me as a music fan of all genres is is a con yeah for sure i mean think about like boy bands and i mean even avery's k-pop stuff you don't see the people who play the music it's mm-hmm. just the singers and the yeah. da- and they and d- dancing too but which is talented but yeah there's not a lot of music well, like instruments yeah and i'll on. follow right up on that because what you said think of boy bands the next thing i had is packaged cookie cutter yep so no slight on boy bands but somebody that doesn't follow pop music they might not be able to tell the difference between 98 degrees and backstreet boys and nsync i can Hell yeah. But you know, oh yeah, there can the argument can be made that they, quote unquote, sound the same. Yeah. Again, I know I keep talking about K-pop, but I listen to a lot of K-pop because I live with mm-hmm. my daughter. <laughs> you live with your daughter? Yeah. You mean your daughter lives with you? No, I live with her. Oh, okay. It's her house. Her rules. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Hey, Avery. She's not listening to this shit. <laughs> Caitlin sometimes listens. Oh. She's gonna tell her. Hey, Caitlin, don't tell Avery. Shh. But. I can't tell some of the K-pop bands apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting used to BTS. Mm-hmm. I I actually probably can tell their songs. But anyway, so yeah, that, that makes sense. Another thing, songs are often overplayed. Mm. So if you listen to the radio station, like say a local radio station in Columbus, yeah. you're going to hear the same damn song every hour. Yeah. And it, and then you get sick of it and then you end up hating that song. Mm. So I, I just oh, feel yeah, like that... pop is really overplayed. That's a... I did not have that, but that is such a good point. And I, I mean, I don't listen to the radio really, mm-hmm. you know, my Spotify streaming music or whatever, but I do have satellite radio and sometimes I'll just put it on one of the stations and it even does it on there, mm-hmm. except I guess it's not pop that I'm listening to. So I guess it's overplayed. That could be, that could be not just pop, but I just feel like pop seems yeah. to be the most. Yeah. What, what's your next one? Um, I have less creative freedom. Mm. I feel like when you have a pop star most of their albums are all in the same vein they're all pop music yeah and and i feel like you know, well look at prince you know when he tried to break away and do something different and, and his record label wouldn't let him do anything and so then he changed his name to the symbol <laughs> love you i fucking love you prince people <laughs> thought that was so stupid and no i agree i'm, I'm just like i'm fucking prince do you yeah. prince prince could do whatever the fuck he wanted yeah. Because he's Prince. Yes. So, but yeah, that's, that's a good point. So yeah, less Uh creative freedom. Yeah. I put, it can be too mainstream. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that could be a pro, I guess, if you like mainstream stuff. Right. Depending on your taste or whatever, but pop is very mainstream. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, and to that point, I put that there's more of a focus on having a hit or having that single, whereas other genres... (laughs) do concept albums mm-hmm. and and you don't really get that so much with pop. So when I say this as as someone that loves pop music, yeah. quote unquote each track on their album is disposable. Yeah. 
there are, and I hope and pray someone's out there screaming about their favorite pop concept album. Tell us about it. And there might be. But on the whole. On your whole. <laughs> yes. There's more of a focus on just on that single, on each individual song instead of on the whole. On the whole. <laughs> That's true. Uh, going along with like mainstream, pop usually like oversaturates culture mm-hmm. like that's you see it everywhere mm-hmm. like you don't see that a lot with other genres as much as pop i feel mm-hmm. like it's just everywhere culture everybody knows justin timberlake and Katy perry and lady gaga and i don't know i'm just throwing off the first people i'm thinking of yeah i like all three of those people by the way so i will say to to the culture that you're talking about is that there's a big push to sexualize pop music Mm -hmm. and you have to look this way and you have to, Mm -hmm. you know, behave this way. And there's a lot of pressure for pop stars to be a persona. Oh yeah. And a role model. Oh yeah. And and the role model stuff, that's great. Like, I'm not saying that's bad, but also I don't think you should force any artist to be something, anything. Right. You know? Yeah. Totally agree. That's about all I have for cons. What do you, do you have anything left? I have a lot of times, and this isn't all, so don't yell at me, people. Jackie's like holding, holding her arms up, like de- defending me. They use auto-tune a lot in their vocals. <laughs> and like I said, not every song, not every artist, but auto-tune is used in pop music. Everybody knows what auto-tune is. When you think of it, it's pop. It's from mm-hmm. pop music. They don't usually use that in any other genre. Are we done with cons? Oh, I just put, we already talked about this. Usually not, they don't have a band. Mm-hmm. Well, so like you said, they don't have a band. A- another con, and I didn't really put this down, but kind of again, going back to where the first one that I said, where the focus is more on the singer than the music. Oftentimes your pop stars are not musicians, which is not to say your voice isn't an instrument, because I do believe that it oh, is. Oh, sure. But you could just have a great voice. Uh-huh. And that's, quote unquote, all you got going for you. Yeah. And you can be a huge hit. That's true. Because of the musicians behind you. Yeah. And, and the songwriters. People, yeah. People write the songs oh, sure. for you mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Another thing that it just hit me that I don't have on my list Did is... it just pop into your head? <laughs> hmm <laughs> So when you reach that superstardom status, their concerts are wicked expensive. So you can't... And this this is with other genres too, with superstardom. But I'm just trying to think, like when people want to go see Justin Timberlake, it costs him a gosh darn arm and a leg. Okay, well let's talk about something more relatable. How about when we took our daughters to see One Direction? Uh, yeah, we had to ask grandparents to help us chip in for the both tickets. Both of us, both yeah. of us, got these tickets for our daughters yeah. for their birthdays. When my parents and I know yours yeah. asked. What do our daughters want for their birthdays? I'm like, uh, actually, mm-hmm. if you could just, you know, spot me $50 yeah. to go towards one fifteenth of this concert ticket. Yeah. It gets expensive. I mean, Avery's K-pop. So K-pop is ridiculous because they don't tour the U.S. very mm-hmm. often. And there's like certain dates. And the closest place that they came around was Chicago, which is not super close for us. Mm-hmm. But we got our tickets. Her dad and I got our tickets for one of her birthdays. Yeah, we both had to chip in. And I mean, that right there just tells you it's so expensive. It has to be a a celebratory gift. It's yeah. Christmas. It's a birthday. It's expensive as shit. Yeah. yeah. So it, these are big purchases, like saving up purchases to mm-hmm. go to a big known superstar type of yeah. pop show. Yeah. But rock 
Mm-hmm. If we should just jump right in, is a different. It's a it's a different situation. Yeah. So let's start with rock. Or so, start with cons. Or, <laughs> so let's go. Let's. Bleh, I hate myself. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> I'm okay, done. Let's fill up our wine. Fuck. And then we'll talk about why you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. Let's get rocking and rolling. <laughs> let's rock and roll. I love rock and roll. Damn it. Do you have a Damn. dime? <laughs> I'm going to put it in the jukebox, baby. Put another one in there. Going to do it. All right. Do I it. S- I saw him standing there. <laughs> okay. Rock. Yeah. Rock me, Amadeus. Rock me like a hurricane. I'm going to keep going until you stop. I'm going to stop you and just say my first pro was that there are more options and subgenres of rock music. All right. I'm not going to talk about that because it's on cons for me, but... But that is that is a pro too. Actually, mm-hmm. I feel that. No, I did put it on here. Lots of genres. Yeah, and they give all different vibes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there are a lot of genres and so many. Like you know, you and I have really similar tastes. There's slight differences here and there, but not huge. The thing that I love about our similarities is that there is no music that you listen to that I hate. Like. There's music that you maybe really get on board with that I'm like, I I can listen to this. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but yeah, I can get on board with this. I can dance in the car while we listen to this. Right. And I feel like that's the same with you. There might be some stuff that I like that you yeah. quote unquote hate. Yeah. Like, and I wouldn't say hate either. Like. Like Zatop. <sighs> okay. There's stuff I hate. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not a big fan of a lot of classic rock or Southern mm-hmm. rock and stuff like that. But, you know, even so our little group of friends. Our little squad. We all share music in common, but even people within our group shit on music I like. And it's like, what? But we're both on the same Mm -hmm. team here. Team rock? No? No? Team rock, for sure. Definitely team rock. And I will say, not defending anybody that shits on music that you like. You know who I'm talking about. Mike! (laughs) I know you're not listening. Jason. Jason, I know you're not listening definitely not listening, so we can call them out. Um, But what I will say, I'll call Steve out. But I feel like he good-naturedly ribs yeah. on it in the same way that you shit on Southern Rock with me. Like, yeah, it's not your jam, but you don't hate it. Like, you don't wish they would die. You don't think it's shitty. It's just not for you. And I think that that's something that is kind yeah. of, and I and I kind of wrote this down later in there, but I feel like there's kind of a, a brotherhood among rock fans that... That's on my list, that, too. You know, your, your jam might not... Oops. Your jam might not be my jam, but good on you for liking that good music. Yeah. And I'll jump down on my list because that is what you were just talking about mm-hmm. is the community, mm-hmm. the rock community, the family you form mm-hmm. because of it. You know, we'll be at a concert and everybody around us is just feeling it. And it's like we're family. Yeah. It's just a weird, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say weird. It's not weird. It's awesome. <laughs> Just the feeling you mm-hmm. get with the camaraderie <laughs> and such. So I said there's more rock festivals than pop festivals. And I said more festivals dash bigger camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Me too. I love that. Yep. I, I put just festivals as one of my mm-hmm. pros. I mean, again, I know I always reference like if you've listened, but we've talked about our favorite festival in the history is it used to be called Rock on the Range. Mm-hmm. Now it's called Sonic Temple right. Music and Arts Festival. 
And it's been canceled the last two years because of mother effing COVID. I don't even know what to say. It's just, yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's the best. It's a three-day rock festival. So much fun and just friends and music and all the music we like and, ugh. Well, and I'll say, I know we've said the brotherhood and the camaraderie and and whatnot, but I wrote, and this is something that applies to me, not you. Oh, okay. The brotherhood of the pit. I know know you don't get on board (laughs) with the pit, but I love the pit and I love getting in there. And I love that when you get knocked down, insert (laughs) tub thumping, (laughs) but when you get knocked down, like people help you right back up. Yeah. I have been at pop concerts where you get knocked down and then people fucking walk on your body. Why are you getting knocked down at a pop concert, though? Well, not literally, but remember when we saw Fall Out Boy, who I guess I would actually argue kind of is really treading the line of pop and rock. Yeah. And I got hit in the face with that Uh, bottle. Mm -hmm. And then nobody would let us out. Mm -hmm. And then, but then we did play that up to get prime viewing spot with security that's true but i really did get hit in the fucking face i know anyway that is true but the brotherhood of the pit is something that is so special to me because you know i feel like there's this big perception that people are mean and nasty in there and there are i was gonna say there there are can be there's always the exception to the rule yeah but for the most part yeah people take care of you there yeah I respect it. I like yeah. mosh pits to look at, but mm-hmm. don't get me in there. Open this pit up. I just don't want people pushing me around. Yeah. It's not my jam. I want to watch the bands and listen. I just put in general feelings. Like for me, and I know for you, it's a more, I have a more emotional connection to rock music. I feel it more, more deeply, more than pop. Pop's just mm-hmm. kind of superficial, shallow feelings to me. I know that sounds bad, but it's a good feeling. It's like, mm-hmm. woohoo. But I can cry from a rock song i can feel it so deep inside me (laughs) yeah well let me then speak a little bit about that and how it affects feelings because i did the humboldt university study which (laughs) fyi came up on my facebook memories today i shared this a year ago today that humboldt state university did a research program that shows that listening to metal and hard rock makes you a well, a more well-adjusted human. And that the research suggests that metalheads are more likely to seek help for emotional issues. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I thought was really interesting. More than fans or musicians of any other genre. Mm-hmm. And that listening to music with themes of anger or sadness or music of anger and sadness. So not just the lyrics, but the aggressive theme. Uh-huh can help you assist with being better able to manage your emotions than people that listen to music. Yeah. (laughs) To pick me up saying pop music. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, you know, there's this big connotation that, you know, rock fans or metalheads are these big meatheads and they're, they're big, dumb idiots, Mm -hmm. but you could be more well-adjusted because of your, you getting your thrash on. Yeah. That's awesome. You're awesome. I know. Okay. What <laughs> else do you have? Again, sorry, pop fans out there, but... We already told them how great pop music we is. We did, but I just don't want them to be like, that's not true. No, you know what? Tell me that's not true, because <laughs> you're loud. Mm-hmm. But often, 
it's the music, the lyrics are more poetic and more meaningful than, you know, a lot of pop. And there are some meaningful pop songs. I'm not saying they're not, but Mm -hmm. again, they're kind of more like superficial, like crushes and partying. Right. Whereas rock gets real deep. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Well, I also put more instruments. It's it's focused on a group of musicians coming together to Mm -hmm. form a band. Yeah. It's not just a singer and a band. It's the band. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not just a backing track and synthesizers. Yeah. So for Queen, their first se- several albums, they put a disclaimer on, on their albums that said no synthesizers used because they were so proud of the sound that they created naturally with instruments. Yeah. Even though sometimes it sounded synthesized, it wasn't. That's awesome. I did put that on there too, as talented mm-hmm. musicians, mm-hmm. not just focusing on the singer. I mean, yeah. think about it, you know... When we go to a rock show, it's a band name. Yeah. When you go to a pop show, it's the singer name. It's yeah. not Justin and the Timberlakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Diana Ross and the Supremes. Right. So, yeah, that's a that's a big mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, for us, we don't just love the singers of rock bands. Mm-hmm. Like, we know the names of all our favorite band yeah. members. Like, we know the drummers and the guitar players. I love the memes that say you're not really a fan unless you know the bass player's name. Right. <laughs> It's so true. Like, that stuff is true. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Also, I put that with the exception of Metallica and Megadeth, there's not really a competition between bands. There's not really a competitiveness. Mm -hmm. Bands aren't pitted against each other like they were when it was Madonna or Cyndi Lauper or Whitney or Mariah or Britney or, or Christina. Yeah. Like, with rock music, they're just, we're just here to rock your face off. Mm hmm. Yeah. I know you said, and we both said, pop music is good to work mm-hmm. out to, but rock music is really good to work out to also. You put a good rock playlist on and you can mm-hmm. get some shit accomplished. So I love what I like to call clanging and banging. I love lifting weights to rock music. Yeah. And when I talk TRX, I like listening to rock music. Yeah. I know I said I like to spin to pop, but also mm-hmm. I like to spin to rock too. Mm-hmm. You can really get a good yeah. ride in too if you just mm-hmm. do like a... Not a class, but just like riding on your bike. That's good too. I have kind of a cheesy pro. Okay. The dress code at rock shows is more relaxed. It's just jeans and a t shirt. Like, what do you wear to pop shows? Oh, what I wear to the podcast, the long formal sequence gown? Yeah. Okay. But, but. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a style. There is a vibe with rock. Yeah. I mean, you go to a festival and everybody's in jeans and t shirts, usually yeah. black t shirts. Right. Sneakers mm-hmm. and ripped jeans and all yeah. that stuff. So you're right. There is a, mm-hmm. there is a rock style that I dig. Mm-hmm. Along with great to work out to, also it's great to clean the house to. Mm-hmm. I almost exclusively put on rock music when I yeah. clean the house. I don't know why. It just makes me more mm-hmm. motivated and just, yeah. I could probably clean to some pop too, but I think I'd be dancing too much. Yeah. You get more aggressive when you're yeah. scrubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking mop those floors. Yeah, mop those floors, bitch. Mm-hmm. I have the concerts are usually not as expensive. Yeah. And I know that we go to Rock on the Range slash Sonic Temple Arts and Music Festival. But when you, if you were to divide the cost out per days per bands. Oh, yeah. It's cheap as shit. I mean, and it's three days and yeah. tons of bands. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's not just, I mean... Honestly, it's 
just about as much as going to see one fucking BTS show. Yeah. For one ticket mm-hmm. for the whole three days. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, in non-pandemic days, we go to how many concerts a year? A lot. Yeah. Because it's affordable. Right. I have one left. I have a few. Okay. A, a couple. What you got? I'd like to go last, if you don't mind. <laughs> you always do that. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this one, this one's really good. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of lump these together because mm-hmm. it's all health stuff. And this could be for Bob too, but we're talking about rock, but good for stress. Mm-hmm. It can also be a painkiller. Because rock music can engage you emotionally, and that has, like, the power to distract you from pain. So they have actually found that putting on rock music can distract your brain when you're in pain. Mm -hmm. Be a natural painkiller. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it can also be, like, good for your heart because it releases endorphins, which can help your heart health, vascular health, all that shit. So it can be healthy to listen to rock music. absolutely. Which is not what people think. I have one more too, but Mm -hmm. you talked about emotional stuff, but just how um, rock music can literally save people's lives because Mm -hmm. they have a lot of, a lot of songs that talk about, you know, anti-suicide and a lot of- Hey, Beartooth. Yeah. looking at you. Like stuff like that where people can relate to Mm -hmm. them and, you know, people who look up to rock stars as their idols- and they're talking about their depression and their anxiety and all their other whatever mental health stuff literally has saved people's lives. Mm-hmm. So good job, Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and we're done here. That's my other pro is yeah, Rock. Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Mm-hmm. Shut up, bitch. Okay. My number one pro is, Emily, could you read this? Rock music is the reason I know Emily. <gasps> How did I not have that on my list? I don't know, but I was because so you know afraid what? you would put that on No, because rock music is the reason I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. As we mentioned in our first episode, I met Emily at a Seven Dust concert. Yep. My husband's best friend worked with her and said... Hey, this really cool cat that I work with. Is that what he said? He says cool cat about Did he call me a cool cat? I'm sure that he did. I am a cool cat. And he said this real cool cat that I work with. Actually, he probably said cool chick and he probably called David a cool cat. Okay. But whatever. He's like, you got to meet this this girl that I work with. And he's like, she has a white boxer. I have boxer. Well, I, I have a half boxer now. But regardless, I met Emily at a Seven Dust show. So we bonded over music and dogs. Yeah. So So my number one pro was that music is the reason I know Emily. And then I added a little subheader to that is that some of my best friends in life I know because of music. Jan. Hey, girl. I met her because of Cheap Trick. Mm -hmm. Mike. Hey, I met him because of Taproot. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, some of the greatest loves of my life have come to me because of music. Yeah. My my first date with Steve was a Scorpions Alice Cooper concert. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it goes back to how it's a family. It's a community. Mm-hmm. Like, when you meet someone that you share that with, it's, did we just become best friends? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, you just do. And, you know, the people you just talked about in turn became my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike's one of my best friends. 
because of you, because mm-hmm. of music. And we see each other at concerts. Like, you know, my friend Andrew, my current boyfriend, that's one of the reasons I was attracted to him because right. of his music taste. Yeah. Like, it just brings people together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just such a powerful thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ugh. Well, let's talk about some of the cons. I have none. No. Okay. <laughs> so we're done here. Thanks for listening. I mean, obviously, we, we wrote down cons and. They're not necessarily how I feel, but just cons in general. Mm-hmm. Some of them might be. But anyway, yeah. what do you have? Uh, it's sometimes harder for female rockers to be taken seriously. For example, the Runaways or Heart. Mm-hmm. You know, they, instead of trying to be musicians, they were played up as sex symbols, which doesn't typically happen with male rock stars. That's true. Any male rock stars listening that can disagree, please <laughs> write in. And that's true. I didn't even think about that. And just in general, there are way more male Mm -hmm. rock artists than female, for sure, for sure. When it's the opposite in the pop world, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, I would say. I don't know. Maybe it's equal in the pop world. It's. I feel like it's equal, more equal in the pop world to have a male pop star like a JT with a Britney. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they're equally as popular. Yeah. The boy bands versus the... Mm-hmm. The ladies. Yeah. Or whatever. So, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it. I put, sometimes it can get a little too dark mm-hmm. if you're, you know, not in that place. And yeah. you can go down into that dark hole. I know we talked about how it can lift you up and help you, but it can also be a little dark. Well, and that is kind of one of my cons that I had listed is that there's assumptions of being Satanist or dumb or yes. bullies or trashy. Yes. You know, it, and that's what I meant by there's going to be cons that we don't believe, but it's what's perceived with right. rock music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many people think rock fans are Satan mm-hmm. worshipers. and. Yeah. It's the devil. devil. It's the devil music. It also can be too loud and can cause some hearing loss. Steve, you what? listening? I mean, if he is, he can't hear me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta make that joke. But I'm just I know Steve yeah. has had some hearing loss because mm-hmm. of so many concerts. Yeah. And and not only Steve, but I mean I know my one of my exes, Avery's dad, he was a musician. Mm-hmm. He is a musician. His ears were bad mm-hmm. just from playing out so much and being, you know, right next to those amps. Mm-hmm. But same as concert goers. Mm-hmm. You can have some hearing loss. Yeah. So one thing I listed that I said was a pro, but I feel can also be con, is there are so many subgenres that can be hard to find your niche. Yep. That was one of my cons when Mm -hmm. you were saying how it's a pro. And it is. It's a pro because anybody can probably find a genre of rock that they like, but it's also a con because Mm -hmm. there's too many. It's like, if you're a rock fan, okay, that's too broad. Like, what kind of rock? Right. Oh, you don't like metal? Yeah. Okay, but you you know what I mean, so. And there is, although we did talk about the camaraderie and the, and the brotherhood, there is, a, there is a little bit of, I don't want to say bullying, but maybe a little bit of um, arrogance. Like, mm-hmm. my music is far superior because. Oh, God, yeah. Because this is really about the music and. Yes. Whatever. Lots of arrogance Steven. with that. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about, why, like, people in my own group sometimes mm-hmm. give me shit about some of right. the pussy rock i like Mm -hmm. but i don't care yeah yeah. (laughs) i like what i like if you are a rock musician uh it can be harder to break into the business because of commercial appeal yeah whereas with pop music 
you can be quote unquote more moldable. Yeah. So I I know we talked about this a long time ago, but with Slipknot, so he uh Corey Taylor tried to make it big with um Stone Sour mm-hmm. and no one was buying what he was selling until they were Slipknot. Mm-hmm. And then Stone Sour was able to make make headway into the music world because he'd already established himself with with Slipknot. So yeah. it can be harder to break into the music biz because whereas it's the irony is that rock bands tend to be more unique, but they don't want the unique sound. Yeah. And that goes back to how pop is so mainstream and mm-hmm. rock is not really. Yeah. And the whole thing about the radio stations. So that's a con. There's not as many radio stations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know in Columbus, we have one rock station. Yeah. One. Yeah. Even on satellite radio. I mean, there is like a strip of all the rock stations, but mm-hmm. there's way more pop. Yeah. Way more. Mm-hmm. So it's just, that's just how it is, I guess. Yeah. Another thing I wrote for a con is it can be distracting. So it's, you're not supposed to listen to rock music in the car because it te- tends to make you drive faster. Which Oops. Steve. Emily. <laughs> talking to myself. Hey, are you girl. listening? Um, <laughs> Emily, are you listening? Emily, are you listening? Is this mic on? But yeah, it tends to make you drive a little more aggressively and fast. Same with like homework. You shouldn't listen to rock when you do homework because it distracts you. It's just, you know. God, like, that's how I got through college. <laughs> listen to some, you know, classical music when you do your homework and stuff like that. That'll, it's a little more soothing on your brain. What else? Venues, especially for us here in Columbus, as rock fans, we have to take road trips. A lot of bands don't really come to Columbus. And so if we want to go see a band, I certainly don't mind a road trip. But yeah. sometimes you have to use a PTO day yeah. for one mm-hmm. night rather, you know. That's true. But it's, it's. More than one night, because you have to take the the day of the show so that you're off work going to it, mm-hmm. and then the day after off. So you're taking, you know, two or three days of PTO for one night. Yeah. And so that can be a con if you don't have a lot of PTO. That's true. you got to save your vacation time yeah. for it. That's true. But also, that's a pro for us, because road trip. Well, for sure. For but sure. Yeah, that that's is why con. it was kind of like... Yeah, no. But that is definitely a, a con for some people. But listen, bands, could you come to fucking Columbus? Well... My favorite band lives in Columbus, so I'm good. Hey, Fleur, are you listening? Hey, Beartooth. Tell your husband. (laughs) Speaking of concerts, they can get rough. Like Mm -hmm. you talked about the mosh pit. Not only mosh pits, but crowd surfing. I mean, I like getting up front, but when you're at a festival and people are crowd surfing, my attention sometimes gets so on, is someone about to go over my head and kick me in the face that I can't enjoy it? So a lot of times I'm like, can we back up? Mm Because I can't relax because I'm constantly putting my arms up to push someone over my head. Mm -hmm. and. You know, people who crowd surf, awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I did it one time and it was actually fun, but I don't do it often. But yeah. like when you're in it and you're constantly just uh-huh. lifting your arms, you're just, you're not, you can't watch the band. And that's, crowd surfing is fun for crowd surfers. Yeah. Only mm-hmm. if you're right in the thick of it, it's not fun. So anytime mm-hmm. we're in that spot where I'm like, oh, we're having nothing but mm-hmm. crowd surfers, like let's move back. I'd rather watch the band. And that, that is a really big and kind of a double edged sword con really because if you're a a big fan and you want to be up close uh-huh. then you have that that con of people crowd surfing but then also if you are a big fan and you want to crowd surf so it, yeah. i can see that it goes both ways oh, like yeah. you really want to crowd surf because it's your favorite band and you just want to do that yeah 
So I did it for a Papa Roach show and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Well, it was their Papa Roach at Rock on the Range. I, we did it together. I know. It was fun. And not only just the crowd surfing, but like you said, if you want to get up front, you're going to be smushed. Yeah. And not literally smush, but you're going to be, you're going to get up close and personal with people around you. And if you don't like uh, that kind you of thing. you can be literally smushed. Well, look you can the, be. Look at the Who concert in 1979 where people were literally crushed to death. Yeah. Oh, people, that happens all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, you can be literally crushed. I guess that's a big con. Yeah. But even, you know, if you just want to be up, you want to be in the front fucking mm-hmm. row. Okay. Have fun. But you're going to get really yeah pushed. Yeah. And it can be uncomfortable mm-hmm. where you can't enjoy yourself. So mm-hmm. I personally, for me, in my old age, I want to be back where I can still see the band mm-hmm. well enough that I can make out there. Make out with a band? Yeah, where I can make out with them. Okay, yeah, same. But, you know, far enough away where I'm not getting kicked Mm -hmm. by a crowd surfer or smushed by people. So that can be a con. We love it, but Mm -hmm. it's con. (laughs) Okay. Um, Anything else? I have one more. Do you have any more? Mm -mm. Uh, My last one is just that it can cause aggression. So, and maybe not aggression. So this can be a pro too. I know we're talking about cons, but if you want to get that aggression out, you put on rock music. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend and I went to a rage room. If you haven't heard about that, look it up. Rage rooms, or sometimes they're, they're called smash rooms. You get to go in a room. And there's different items, plates, beer bottles, whatever, and you get to just fucking smash shit with yeah. bats and lead pipes or you throw shit against the wall. And that kind of thing with rock music intensifies it and it makes it awesome. So sometimes it can cause aggression. So you're listening to it and you're in a bad mood and you just want to like fucking break shit. That's That could be bad if you're breaking shit that you shouldn't break. So yeah. go to a rage room if you yeah. have that aggression. Take it out. Turn that con into a pro. Turn that frown upside down. Oh, girl. Well done. Mm-hmm. That's all I have. <laughs> okay. Oh, this was a good one. It, I feel like we could go on and on, but. I definitely had to limit myself because <sighs> I could have kept I speaking. I know. I know. On, on both fronts. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, would you rather pop or rock? Rock. Same. I mean, we have to. Mm-hmm. It's the best for us. Yeah. We love it. All the reasons. We don't have to keep talking about it we you know why we like it yeah you know and we both grew up on it too so i think that has a lot to do with it like when mm-hmm. you're a little kid although avery grew up on rock and she loves k-pop but she does love some rock too there you go she loves actually a lot of rock yeah it's rock all the way yeah 100 for me too okay so shall we rock paper scissors for our surprise would you rather rock paper scissors oh, oh. <laughs> I think you should just go first for making that joke. Because you just won. Here, I'm going to ruin the joke. Rock popper scissors? <laughs> See what I did? I, I, popper. I, I ruined it. Yeah. But I ruined it. Okay. I, I took the joke too far. Okay. That's so what I do. Now we have to actually rock, paper, scissors. Okay, ready? Of course we both make rock! Of course we did! Okay. Uh-huh. I got scissors and I cut her paper. My popper. I cut your popper with my skizzers. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Yeah. Would you rather be a famous singer? Yep. Like, I'm talking like famous. Yes. Okay. 
We're done. You're going to regret this now when I say okay. the or. Well, I haven't actually chosen yet. Go on. Or bring your favorite singer back to life. <gasps> uh-huh. Permanently uh, back to uh-huh. I mean, not permanently back to life, but like. <laughs> yeah. Permanently forever. Mortal. No. <laughs> immortal. That's immortal. <laughs> um, yeah. So be a famous singer or bring. Are you thinking Freddie Mercury? So I'm thinking immediately bring back a singer, not be a famous singer. But then I'm like, oh, God, who do I bring back? Yeah. So I was like, are you thinking Freddie Mercury? I mean, my first thought's Freddie. Yeah. Second thought is John Lennon. Uh-huh. Third is David Bowie. Uh-huh. I knew you were going to pick those three, so I, was, I wasn't sure what you would do. Remember when you made me MFK them, bitch? Yep, I did. I did. That was our other idea for a podcast. <laughs> we decided against it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Honestly, I feel like the easy choice would be like, well, I'd rather be be famous myself. Although now I'm thinking, well, they're already dead. I could be famous. <laughs> and and bring fame and celebrity to our podcast. Look at you not making it selfish and making it about our podcast. I know. Which I guess is still kind of selfish. I know. Um, I'm not trying to influence your decision. Honest though. to God, the hardest part of this is trying to decide... Who I would bring back. So then I'm like, since it's so hard to decide who would I bring back, would I just pick myself? Who decide? Oh. Oh, I'm glad I stumped you a little bit. You really did stump me. I feel like mine's going to stump you a little, too. Okay. But it's not related. Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. I'm bringing back Freddy. Okay. I just love him so much. I knew you would. So, and I know, I mean, you used to dream of being Madonna, so I knew you would want that when I first said it, but then when I threw this other one at mm-hmm. you, I know how you are in your heart, and I knew, like, she's bringing back, I even told Avery, I'm like, she's going to bring back Freddie Mercury. Like, imagine- I called this shit, how, bitch. Imagine how many other people would be happy about that. Like, let's let's say I picked Be a Famous Singer, how many fans am I going to have? If you're famous, a lot. No, not more than Freddie. Imagine how many you lives would be. Eh, wow. I said <laughs> ben, famous. That that... But, god damn, Freddie. I'm god. bringing him back. I'm bringing him back. What about you? You bringing Prince back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said Prince, I was like, oh, in my head I was thinking rock, even though I didn't specify mm-hmm. which rock singer. I said favorite singer. Yeah. Which in my head is Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. So I was thinking Lane Staley because I never got the chance to see Alice in Chains before mm-hmm. he died. And that's one of my biggest, not regrets, I regret killing him. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't kill him. But that's my one of my things that I hate that I never got to see Alice mm-hmm. in Chains because they were my all-time favorite band in high school mm-hmm. and junior high or whatever. How old am I? But now that you threw Prince out there, Lane, oh, I love you, Lane, but... I love them both so much. Who picked this? Oh, me. Oops. Fuck myself. If I could bring Prince back, hell. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing him back. Okay. Somebody. I don't have to pick who. It just says, would you bring your favorite singer? Hey, you're bringing back Prince. I'm bringing back Queen. Okay. Fucking, what? What? That's what we're doing. All right. Give me yours. Okay. Not at all related. Oh, okay. Would you rather... Be able to go on six big, awesome, huge, great trips a year, uh-huh. but have to work six days a week. Or be able to go on one big, huge, great, awesome trip a year, 
but only work three days a week. Only one trip? Oh, God. So six big trips, six days a week. One big, huge trip. The trip's... Equal amounts of awesome. It's okay. either six big, huge, great, awesome, or one big, huge, great, awesome. Six days a week, six trips, three days a week, one trip. And the reason I picked this, guys, is Emily's job is four days a week. Yeah. Per, so I picked three days is one less. Yeah. And then I made six because it's more. when you put <laughs> it on me, then it's one day more. It's one day more for, for you. Me. That makes sense. This is hard because... As you know, I live for vacations, I live for trips, and Mm -hmm. to go on six a year would be amazing. I mean, I used to try to go at least three a year, but double that. Well, so when the reason I picked this is because you were talking about that you like to go on a vacation every three months. Every three months, I try to go somewhere. So that's why I was Before pandemic. Well, yeah, obviously. (sighs) This is hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Because on one hand, it's like, and I'm trying not to overanalyze this. I know this should be like a quick thing, but like. <laughs> They're never. I know. I, we just overthink it. Like on one hand, okay, three days a week of work, fuck yeah. Then I have all the rest of the week to just like chill, and that's still kind of like a vacation to me because I'm not working. I can do whatever. But then only one trip a year, like I'm not getting any younger, and there's a lot of places I want to go, so I could really take advantage. And knowing I have six trips, getting through those days of work, knowing I have a vacation next month, cool couple more months. Oh, I have another vacation coming. We're cool. Like, I feel like I could do that. So same job I have now. Mother frick. I only have one day off. Oh, I hate you. I love I you. I knew this would be a stumper. I'm going to pick the three days because I don't want to waste my life working six days a week, only having one day off a week. That could really fuck with my mental health. With my job. So I, I can't do six days a week. I can barely do four. For real. Like, yeah. I, it just takes too much out of me with the type of job I do. So one vacation a year. Yep. That's what I would pick. Yeah. I just feel like we waste a lot of our time in life working. Mm-hmm. And we have to, to live. Yeah. I get I get it. But these other countries are doing it right with these shorter work weeks yeah. and so six, on. Six yeah. days a week could shorten your lifespan because, and then you won't have as yeah. many vacations. So fuck that. Yep. I'm happy yeah. with my decision. So we're on the same page all around today, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Same Z's. Yeah. All right. Cool. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate your feedback. We got kind of quite a bit that we shared yeah. With this episode. So keep it coming. You can find us on Facebook, Greener Grass Podcast, Instagram, The Greener Grass Podcast, Twitter, Grass Podcast, and Snapchat, Greener Grass Podcast. That's G R N R P O D C S T. Or you can send us a text like Day did, 614 321 7665, or leave us a voicemail at 614 321 Poo 5. Yeah, leave us a voicemail. Thank you guys so much. You rock. Check us out every Monday for a new episode, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Boom. Chicka boom.